So episode three now, huh? We're three episodes in. I know. <laughs> it's kind of crazy to think that we're like we were just talking about this a few months ago, and now episode three. Here we are. I know. We're at first. It was just like a little thought, like. It wasn't even anything quite yet. We just had the name, but like we weren't really doing too much for it. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, it's, it's something fun, something cool. And yes. Very, very um, character building, too. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, so episode three. Um, thank you, everyone, for, for tuning in. Thank you for all the, the wonderful messages you guys have been giving us that you've been enjoying these. Um, I'm grateful to know that these are being... In- of impact to you guys and not just to us um Mm -hmm. we have a pretty good episode today might be a little short we'll see we'll see how it goes but we wanted to touch up on something that as youth i think is pretty important because as we grow and as we you know mature a bit more we start finding ourselves being put into these certain positions that we generalize as leadership um so I think at some point in our lives, we need to be able to speak on leadership and what is leadership, what is expected of leaders, according to the Bible, according to the example set by Jesus. So, uh, Jesus Chats episode three is on leadership. So, yeah. Um, Nat, what, what is leadership to you? What, what, what do you think of when, when you think of leadership? Well, when I think of leadership, um, it's, it's a little weird because my perspective on it has totally changed because growing up and um, I always wanted to be like a big boss lady, you know, like have a big office because I like the idea of like, you know, being in charge, ordering people around. And that's what I thought leadership was about. I thought that it was always like, you know, I'm on t- like I'm on top of the chain and then like I'm just telling everyone else what to do. And like so we can get like the finished product all together. Right. But I've been realizing um, being a PV youth leader and just being um, a leader for our school as well. I've been realizing that that's definitely not how it is and, or that's not the right type of leadership, but rather like leadership being a leader is someone that cares for their people. And not only is like bossing them around and telling them what to do just to get things done, but rather someone that's trying to help them and um, help people grow and grow yourself and be able to, not have it just be your way, but take in ideas yourself and let it be a group idea, not just a one a one way type thing. No, oh, yeah, I completely agree. I remember the first time I got promoted at work into a leadership position. I thought that in in, in my own mind, I thought you know I'm like one of the best in this in this job. I know what I'm doing. I just got to do my, like, I got to do my own thing and my team, I have, I have to be able to tell them what to do and everything. But mm-hmm. as, as I went on in that position and, and as I worked with my team, I started realizing that it's, that is in no means what a real leader is supposed to embody and, and represent. But instead, I need to be able to trust in my team. I need to be able to realize that the, the way they get better is if I'm able to pour into them and develop them. And at the same time, if I'm doing that for them, I am inadvertently making myself grow and develop more as well. So 
a leadership uh, in in leadership you can't have a selfish mentality you can't have a uh, my way or the highway mentality and you definitely can't have this this thing i know you've heard it and i've heard it so many times if you want something done right do it yourself hmm. i've heard that so many times but the reality is that's not true if you want a, a successful team keyword being team you need to be able to not just like do it yourself if you're the only one that knows how to do something then teach someone coach someone on how to do it as well because more than one person means something will get done even better and progress will be made even faster so that these are things you know that obviously you don't learn from the very get go you know like you mm -hmm. you said that when you became a PV youth leader then you started realizing that your initial mentality was wrong same with me it, it was until after i became promoted that i started realizing my mentality was wrong so but let's let's jump straight into scripture and see what example was set by jesus as a leader himself you know obviously jesus is the ultimate leader he's god you know he's our lord so so what example does he set so let, let's jump into john uh john 13 verses 12 to 17 and i'm going to give that a read real quick starting on verse 12 says after washing their feet he put on his robe again and sat down and asked do you understand what i was doing you call me teacher and lord and you are right because that's what i am and since i your lord and teacher have washed your feet you ought to wash each other's feet i have given you an example to follow do as i have done to you i tell you the truth slaves are not greater than their master nor is the messenger more important than the one who sends the message now that you know these things god will bless you for doing them so in this story what comes before these verses is the story of jesus washing the feet of his disciples and we see in that story that peter first tells tells jesus you know you're not gonna um you're, you're not gonna see my feet like you're basically not gonna do this act to me because you know you're you're lord you're the teacher you know you're 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 the head honcho basically mm -hmm. and jesus goes on to say no like you don't understand what i'm doing right now but it is imperative that i wash your feet and so he goes on to after he washes everyone's feet to tell everyone you can't set priority over one person as opposed to another person and he's and here he says slaves are not greater than their master because obviously during these times there were slaves and in modern times what we can say is the team is no less important than their leader or in this case than their manager so that's the first key thing we have to see here of the example of Jesus set is we can't set someone on a higher pedestal just because they're a leader as opposed to the people that are under them. And the thing that kind of stood out and that Jesus is telling us that not only um, we need to serve others, but when we are serving others, we need to humble ourselves and we need to just not be thinking about ourselves but rather be thinking the acts that we're doing how they can help someone else instead of 
helping ourselves because yes in the long run it's going to help better ourselves it's going to characterize us in a better way and it's going to it's going to prepare us for things later on but in the moment we need to not be thinking about ourselves but thinking about the people and thinking about how this can be helping them and i I love that notion of you know thinking about others thinking about the, the people around us or the people set in our care because something i've realized in my time of of having a leadership position is usually I don't really have to worry about myself as long as I'm worrying about my team, the people, uh, the people under me, the people that are, I'm supposed to be leading. If I'm worrying about them, if I'm focusing on them, then naturally I start improving in ways that I would have never done. So if I had just worried about myself and obviously that doesn't come from, anywhere else but from god you know god is the one that sets us as leaders he sets some of us as leaders to be able to lead and when he, if he does set one of us as leaders then we need to be very careful and mindful of what exactly it is that god is asking us to do as leaders and that point leads us right into romans twelve thirteen, where it says when god's people are in need be ready to help them always be eager to practice hospitality Right there again, God is just showing us how important it is that we go and we help other people. And when we're being leaders, that just doesn't mean that we have to be on our high horse all the time, but rather we always have to be ready to be helping other people. We always have to be ready and putting other people up and bringing them closer to God and helping them in whatever they need. The, the, the key thing that Jesus has been trying to set within the entire New Testament is this very notion, you know, we see the disciples go through some time with him, three years with Jesus. And after that, they go on to become one of the biggest leaders in the Christian church. And seeing this verse, you know, Paul, who wasn't even one of the original 12 disciples, he sets a precedent saying that we need to be able to worry about others, you know, to be able to always be eager to practice hospitality when, when God's people are in need, be ready to help them. And if these guys, you know, the disciples and the apostles and Paul as an apostle himself are telling us that we need to take care of others. We need to always be ready to help those in need. Then we can just automatically assume that the one of the main factors that comes in leadership is this, is being able to be there for others, is being able to help others. And if you fit that into the leadership mentality and position, you need to be able to pour into others what Jesus has been doing all along. Jesus has been, you know, pouring good into others to the, to the disciples themselves. He was, he taught them everything they had to learn within the three years they were with him to make them good leaders themselves. So we can't worry about what we can't worry about where we are as a leader because we're already a leader. You know, if you're already a leader, that's your position. You don't have to worry about it. Where your worry now is, is on those that are under your leadership. How can you make them better? How can you make them their own leaders? And yeah, something that you said is Jesus was teaching them so they could go off and teach other people. And it's just this chain of effect. Like, same thing with us we learn from people and then the good things that we learn the helpful things that make us into better people 
we pass those on to other people and it can help them as well learn how to be a better leader because yeah again um as it was mentioned earlier like at one point we've all thought about leadership in the wrong way we thought it was my way or the highway right but when we get that awakening when we have that moment where we realize that that is not okay that's not the way that jesus is telling us to lead we start to learn and that's what we can pass on to other people but also if we dive in to proverbs 19 17 it also tells us another thing about why it's so important to help other people and it says verse 17 it says if you help the poor you are lending you are lending to the lord and he will repay you we we see here something that we think that we get from what we do so we see here that jesus is saying he's going to give a reward and as humans you know in our own mentality we think that that reward is something we have to gain ourselves by being in charge, basically. You know, like if, if I am asserting my dominance as a leader, if I'm basically doing it my way, making sure that, that the way I want it to get done is the way it's going to be done, we think that that is going to merit reward to us. We think that is what's going to make us seem uh, great leaders in front of other people. When in reality, it has nothing to do with that. In reality, if you are actually focusing on your team, if you're actually focusing on the people that have been placed in your care, if those, if those, if that's what we're focusing on, that's when we get our reward from Jesus. So this is another important thing where I can't be worried about the reward I'm going to receive from other humans, from my bosses or the my leaders i can't be worried about what either uh what the company is going to reward me with or what the youth organization is going to reward me with or what the church is going to reward me with but instead my worry needs to not be on the reward at all because if i'm focusing on my people then jesus is automatically going to give that reward to me without me having to worry about that reward Definitely. And when we are so focused on the reward, when we're so focused on what the outcome is going to be and what everyone is thinking, it ruins it for everyone else. It ruins the process and it could potentially ruin friendships that you have with either coworkers or other leaders that you're working with. Say you have like this big um, event going on and you're just so worried for about it and you're so worried about the appearance and it all has to be perfect and you're just bossing everyone around you're not being a good leader in the end you're just so you were just so focused on it being so good that you could have potentially just ruined so many friendships so many um your reputation to those people when it wasn't even worth it and it's the reward that you get won't even be that great because you just lost something that could have been great so it's it's definitely so important that, again, we just humble ourselves down. And when we are doing these types of things, when we're trying to lead out other people, that we're not doing it for our own sake, but rather for the sake of others and how it can help us get closer to these people, but also how it can potentially help them get closer to God and ourselves as well. And I love the analogy that this verse gives, you know, if you help the poor, you are lending to the Lord. So it's not that the the focus is like a like a like we were just saying on the reward on what he will repay us with because that comes naturally right after so you can't 
go around and expect to do good deeds just because you want to get the reward. Mm. That's not the that's not what's going on, you know. Your the focus has to be in by me doing this for others, by this by me doing this for my team, I'm actually doing it to the Lord. And the another important thing I want to add to all of this is if we are following the example set by Jesus, set by God, of being true leaders, we are essentially being one of the most effective representations of Jesus to others. Something I fully believe and stand by is, as a leader, I am the biggest example and representation of what God's love is to those around me. Mm. Jesus set that example as a leader, and if he is giving us a mandate of going out and doing all these good things for, for everyone around us, then we are essentially acting on behalf of God, meaning that if I'm going to go out, other people need to be able, be able to see Jesus in me, be able to see the love of Jesus in me, to be able to be refocused on Jesus. So, true leadership is not about how much can you be in charge, but instead, how can you show God's love to others? And you can only get that love from God, so you need to have God's love in you first to be able to set that example to others. Definitely. And it's happened so much that we, maybe it's not us, but there has been a lot of people that set a bad reputation for God. They set the wrong reputation of God. And that drives people away from him because they're like, if God, if Jesus is like this, then I don't want anything to do with church or I don't want to even have a relationship with God. And no, it's so important. And that's why G Jesus is telling us here how to be a true leader, how to truly show and lead people towards God. And that's why it's so important, again, that we just leave, we leave our own perspective aside. We put that away, our own needs and everything that we want. We put that aside and we think, and we, we lead the way that Jesus is telling us to. And that's why it's so important that we educate ourselves on, on this. Jesus tells us throughout the whole Bible, how to be a good leader. And that's why it's so important that we just go into it and we truly practice that. Because again, it could take someone potentially away from having a relationship with God and wanting to explore that. And that's not okay. Not okay at all. You know, that you, it falls onto us to be able to spread God's love to others. And when we don't, we are essentially going against God and everything he wants us to do for him, you know? And so I want to read a few leadership qualities real quick to kind of show what a, a, a leadership is, what leadership is as said through the Bible. So I'm going to read a few things real quick. So we, uh, a leader is able to delegate to capable leaders. And being able to delegate to capable leaders means that you need to be also be able to develop leaders within your own group within your own team um and the next point is leaders are able to follow the lord's leading like we just mentioned jesus is the the perfect example of a true leader so there is no other example to follow than the lord's example mm -hmm. uh, next point leaders are able to seek delight in the lord 
you know, if you're ever feeling down as a leader, if you ever feel like something isn't working out, or if you just had a huge success as a leader, you must always seek the Lord and only Jesus, only God can give us delight in what we do or delight in looking forward to how we can improve. Next point, a leader is able to find stability in the stillness. Next point, true leadership is content. And a few more points from the leaders over from from the over, overflow of their hearts, leaders speak. Sorry, I had a little problem with that point. <laughs> but yeah, from the overflow of their hearts, leaders speak. This point here is extremely important because what you say as a leader will impact what other people see in you. So Jesus has in many times in the Bible said that the things that come out of our mouths originate from our hearts. And so as a leader, we need to pay attention to the things we say because what we say can be a really big indicator of who we are as a person, as well as a big indicator of our spiritual condition. And it is imperative that our hearts are set on God so that everything we say comes from God. Yeah, everything we say and do. Exactly, and do as well. This is such a good topic, and there's there's so much to it. And how we mentioned in the beginning, it's a learning process. It doesn't just come naturally. Like, it, it doesn't just happen in a snap of a finger. You learn all of this over time, and you start learning what it's like to be a good leader. And sometimes you learn through your mistakes. You go through things that show you like, oh man, I wasn't being a good leader. I wasn't being a good friend. I know if I've, <laughs> I've experienced that through through youth um, events that we've had where I wasn't necessarily being a good leader. And because I was able to have those good people around me telling me that that's not exactly okay to do it like that, I was able to learn and I was able to change certain things. And it definitely helps in looking up to God and asking God how to show you how to be a good leader and to humble yourselves and be able to serve others definitely helps and it changes you. And so to, to kind of end off our episode today, I want to provide a, a certain type of leadership, uh, a name for this type of leadership that the Bible sets as an example. And it, it involves two words that we usually don't think go together. But in regards to the leadership Jesus is trying to show us, it fits perfectly to that type of leadership. This type of leadership is what I like to call servant leadership. And usually those two don't go together because a servant, it, we, we usually think a servant isn't a leader and a leader is someone who leads servants or like your team. But I say servant leadership because as a leader, you need to be able to serve others and worry about taking care of other people's needs to be a very effective leader. And that's an example that we see throughout the Bible that Jesus sets. And so this mentality of a leader being the only one in control and it only has to be the way of the leader and no one else's way is completely false and such a wrong way to be a leader. But instead, a real leader is one who is able to serve. Something that we need to practice and keep close to the heart that 
just because God gave us that position to be a leader doesn't mean that we're above everyone else, but rather it means that we can help people more and serve people more, but also doing it in the way that Jesus would. So my prayer today is that we all are able to take this to heart and be able to realize that when God calls us to be leaders, we need to be able to serve first. And that is how we are able to learn how to properly lead. And so, yeah, my prayer today is that we are able to serve others through our leadership, which is what is going to help others move their focus from whatever it is that they're focusing on to God, to Jesus, and to being saved by the example that he, Jesus, God, sets in our lives for others. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for tuning in to episode three. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And once again, I hope we can all take this to mind of servant leadership and the example that God has set in our lives. So with that being said, catch us on Instagram at Jesus Chats. Catch us on Twitter at Jesus Chats. Send us an email if you'd like to send us any feedback or comments at Jesus Chats Podcast at gmail.com. And we'll catch you guys in two weeks for episode four. Adios. Bye, guys.